0: and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The BBC presents Peter Cook and Marjorie Westbury in Paul Temple and the Gilbert Case. The final episode, Mr. Hamilton.
1: a parcel. She said, this is for you, Betty. It's just a little present, darling. I took the parcel home, but I was so tired I didn't open it until the next morning. Yes? You'll never guess what was inside that parcel, Mr. Temple.
0: I know what was inside it. A pair of shoes. Am I right? Yes, but... When did June give Brenda Sterling her pair of shoes?
1: How did you know that? Were they the same as yours? Well they were evening shoes but they were quite different
0: why do you think June Michael gave you and Brenda those shoes I I don't know I think you do the cordova pendant was stolen by a man called Larry Boardman it was common knowledge that he'd stolen it but the police couldn't prove it he knew that it was no good trying to get rid of it while the hue and cry was on but about six months later he died before he died however he sent for a very dear friend of his
2: June Michael yes
0: June Michael He told her that the pendant was worth at least fifty thousand pounds but he didn't give it to her he told her that it must remain where it was for two or three years when it would be safe to dispose of it
2: but if june didn't have the pendant, he gave her
0: a strip of microfilm showing its exact hiding place am i right yes well go on
1: one day her flat was ransacked and she realized then that other people were interested in the cordova pendant so she decided to cut the film into three parts. And she put each part in the heel of a shoe. I had one of the shoes. Brenda had one. And June kept the other one herself. Did you know about the film when she gave you the shoes? No. No, I didn't. She told me the whole story much later. How much later? Just after Brenda was
0: murdered. I see.
1: In view
2: of what's happened, don't you think that you've been rather fortunate? Fortunate? Brenda Sterling was murdered. June Michael committed suicide. Mrs. Talbot? I don't know anything about Mrs. Torbett. No? Well, she was murdered. And one of her shoes was stolen. I, I
1: know nothing about Mrs. Torbett except that she was a witness in the Sterling case.
0: Didn't you meet her one night at La Martella? No, I didn't. I think you did. In fact, I know you did. Miss Wayne, what happened between you and Mrs. Torbett? Come on, tell me.
1: I sold her my part of the film for a thousand pounds. Ah. I met her several times because, well, I I was trying to get more money out of her.
0: Whose suggestion was it that you met at La Martella?
1: I don't remember. Probably it was mine.
0: Was Mrs. Talbot buying the film for herself?
1: No. She said she was acting as a go-between, but she didn't say who for.
0: I see. You've been very stupid. The moment you knew what was on that film, you ought to have taken it to Scotland Yard.
1: Yes, I realize that. I realize it now more than ever, but, well, it seemed an easy way of making a thousand pounds. Yes. After all, I I didn't steal the pendant. I didn't even keep
0: the film. But you knew what was on it.
1: Yes. No good pretending I didn't. Well,
0: that's honest at any rate. Miss Wayne, you did me a favor last night, and I haven't forgotten it.
1: By telling you not to go to Reading?
0: Yes. Just after you warned me, I received the invitation.
1: From Fabian? Yes. What happened, Miss Wayne? Did you overhear someone talking? Yes. I was in the cloakroom and Fabian was talking to someone outside. I thought I'd better mention it to your husband. Mm, I'm
0: very glad you did.
1: I didn't recognize the other voice because, well, Fabian seemed to be doing
0: most of the talking. Mm. Miss Wayne, I want you to do something for me. I want you to give a cocktail party. A cocktail party? Yes. When? Tomorrow night. You mean
1: here in this flat? Yes. Are you serious?
0: Perfectly serious, Will you do it? Well, uh, who do you want me to invite? Um, my wife, Sir Graham Forbes, Inspector Kingston, Lance Reynolds, Wilfred Sterling, and me.
1: Yes, all right, Mr. Temple.
0: Shall we say seven o'clock? Seven o'clock. Oh, and I think perhaps you'd better invite Louis Fabian.
1: Lance?
3: I'm all right,
0: thank you.
1: Inspector? Mm? Oh, you've got whiskey. Uh, yes,
0: I'd like some more soda, if I may. Oh, yes, of course. And <coughs> then... Here you are. Thank you. Are you all right, Louis? Oh, yes, thank you.
1: You don't look too happy with that glass of sherry, is it? Not? Oh, no, no,
0: please. It's very good sherry. <coughs> look, Betty. I've got an appointment at half past seven. How long is this thing going on?
1: I don't know. It wasn't my idea.
2: What do you mean it wasn't your idea?
1: Don't be silly, Lance. Do you think I should have invited all these people? Uh, Excuse me, that's the door. Oh, good evening, Mr. Sterling. I'm so glad you could get here. I'm uh, rather late, I'm afraid. Oh, that's all right. Come along. I'll
0: introduce you to the others. Oh, hello, Sterling oh good evening uh, how are you good evening mr sterling hello mrs temple
1: i think you've met sir uh, graham forbes and inspector kingston
0: yes we've met before good evening good evening good evening this is lance reynolds and louis fabian good evening how good do
1: evening. you do oh, well, 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 <laughs> No, uh, what would you like? Uh, sherry, gin, whiskey?
0: Have you a soft drink? I'm sorry to be a nuisance, but... Uh, I'm afraid I've only got some apple well, juice. Do, that would do nicely. Thank you. But if, uh, if there wasn't any questions... No. Temple, no. forgive my asking, but was this cocktail party your idea? Yes, it was. Well, what's this all about, Temple? Exactly. I'll tell you what it's all about, Inspector. A girl called Brenda Sterling was murdered, and her fiancé, Howard Gilbert, was arrested. You all know what happened. Gilbert was tried and eventually convicted. But he didn't commit the murder. No, he didn't, Reynolds. Then who did? We'll come to that in a few moments, Fabian. Now, it was true that Gilbert did have a row with Brenda, but if he didn't murder her, then the row was completely unimportant and...
3: And we had to find another motive.
0: Exactly, Sir Graham. Well, eventually I find a photograph in June Michael's flat of a friend of hers called Larry Boardman, a notorious crook who, it was generally accepted, had stolen the Cordoba pendant. The pendant, incidentally, has never been recovered. But Boardman's dead, Temple. I know. But just before he died, he gave June a microfilm which showed the hiding place of the pendant. Ah. Several attempts were made to get hold of the film, and in desperation, June split it into three parts and hid each part in the heel of a shoe. She kept one shoe herself. The others... Were given to Brenda and Mrs. Talbot. To Brenda, yes, Sterling, but not to Mrs. Talbot. But just a minute, Temple. If Mrs. Talbot didn't have one of the shoes, then she didn't have a portion of the film. I said it wasn't given to her by June Michael. In actual fact, she had it because she bought it from someone. From Brenda Sterling? No, from someone else but how does this fellow hamilton fit into the picture the night you came to lamartella you kept asking me if i'd heard of anyone called hamilton hamilton or rather the person who chooses to call himself hamilton knew that larry boardman had given june michael the film and he was determined to get it he murdered brenda faked the june michael incident to look like suicide are you suggesting that june michael was murdered i am inspector And then he commissioned Mrs. Torbett to buy the third and missing piece of microfilm, which he did for a £1,000, but refused to hand it over except at a substantial profit. So Hamilton agreed to meet at Farnham, and while this meeting was taking place, he had her flat searched. And did Hamilton fake the evidence against Howard? Of course. After he'd got Mrs. Torbett to swear that she'd seen him leaving the bomb site, there wasn't a great deal of evidence to fake, although they faked it most successfully, as we know. But Gilbert did have a row with Brenda, and he did make a false statement to the police. I see. Yes. But you still haven't told us. Who is Mr. Hamilton? Don't you know, Fabian? Well, don't you?
3: Look out, Temple. Stand back.
0: If anyone comes near me, I warn you. I shoot. Put that gun down, Fabian. Don't be a fool,
3: man. Put it down. I warn you.
0: Get away from that door, Miss Wayne. Get away from the door, Miss Wayne. Now, Look i'm going to take the key and i'm going to lock it from the other side
3: if anybody rushes me i'll shoot don't move temple i warn you i'll shoot through the door if anybody comes near. it
2: Good afternoon, Inspector.
0: Hello, Mrs. Temple. Is your husband in?
2: No, but I'm expecting him back any minute.
0: Oh, well, I won't stop. I've got an appointment at half past five. Is
2: there any news?
0: I'm afraid not, but it's early days yet. We'll pick him up all right, don't
3: worry.
2: I expect you've had a pretty hectic 24 hours.
3: Hectic? Huh. I never want to see another
0: railway station or airport as long as I live.
2: <laughs> According to the newspapers, the whole of Scotland is. You know, Oh, that's the telephone. Would you excuse me? Yes, of
0: course. I'll phone tomorrow morning.
2: All right, Inspector. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hello?
3: Hello? Is that you, Steve? Oh, hello, Sir Graham.
2: I'm afraid Paul's out. Oh, dear. I'm expecting him back any moment, though.
3: Did he leave any message?
2: No, he simply said that if you telephoned, I was to ask you... Oh, wait a minute. I think he's just come in.
0: Hello, Steve. Oh, is that for me? Yes, it's Sir Graham. Oh, good
2: did you see Inspector Kingston no oh there's only just this minute left I can't think how you missed him thank you
0: hello Sir Graham
3: well what's happened
0: it's all right there's no need to worry you sure yes
3: well remember he's got the complete film If he doesn't keep this
0: appointment he'll keep it all right this is one appointment he will keep you won't forget Sir Graham the whole place surrounded
3: we're all ready Temple everything's laid on we're just waiting for the green light
0: well you'll get it tonight Sir Graham Good. Nine o'clock? Nine o'clock at La Matella.
2: It's pretty
0: crowded tonight. Yes. Yeah. Let's go through to the dining Well out of the way. Well, naturally. Hello, there's the inspector. In the little outcome there.
2: Is Sir Graham with him?
0: No, he's on his own. The end table on the left.
2: Oh, yes, I see him now.
0: Go and talk to Sir Graham, Steve. I just want to have a word with the inspector. Yes,
4: all
0: right. Hello, Inspector. Hello, Temple. Sit down. Let me buy you a drink. Well, thank you. Well, Still no sign of Fabian? No. Look, let's put our cards on the table.
3: Whatever made you suspect
0: Fabian? Way down on my list. Who was at the top of it? Howard Gilbert, of course. Yes, I know, but... Uh... Ah, you mean later, after the June Michael incident? Yes. Well, quite frankly, I suspected Lance Reynolds. Yes, I can understand that. Reynolds was friendly with both Betty Wayne and Howard Gilbert. Bessie told him that she had part of the film... And Reynolds realized if Howard Gilbert could get him the second part from Brenda Sterling. He'd be two thirds of the way home. Exactly. All he had to do then was to get the third piece of film from June Michael. Yes. But Gilbert wouldn't play. So Reynolds decided to enlist the services of Wilfred Sterling. He told him about the film and promised him a cut of the proceeds. But before Sterling could get the film from Brenda, she was murdered. By? By Hamilton. Who already knew that the film had been cut into three pieces and that Brenda Sterling had one of them. Sterling, of course, was really stunned by the murder. But Reynolds, who already knew quite a lot about Hamilton, realized that he must be the murderer. Mm -hmm. When Howard Gilbert was arrested, they were both horrified. Then Sterling produced Brenda's diary, which seemed to establish that she'd been meeting a Mr. Fairfax. Reynolds, firmly believing that Fairfax was another name for Hamilton, concocted a letter which was meant to show that Gilbert had been framed, which indeed he had. By Hamilton. By Hamilton. Yes. But how does Mrs. Talbot fit into all this? Hamilton told her to get Betty Wayne's portion of the microfilm, which she did. Reynolds was furious when he heard that Betty had sold her portion of the film to Mrs. Talbot for a thousand pounds. He immediately... Offered her 1,500. Well, I don't know what he offered her, but that's why he telephoned her that day when we were at Soho Square. He said, what about the Hamilton affair? Do I get the third shoe? In other words, do I get the third piece of film? Mm. Well, we know what happened to Mrs. Thornton. Yes. But she was the sort of person you could very easily underrate her. Why do you say that? Even Hamilton underrated her. He did? He must have paid her a substantial sum to testify against Howard Gilbert. Mm. Unless it was blackmailing her and I bet she was about to blackmail him. But she'd never actually met him. So how could she blackmail him if she didn't know who he was? She began to suspect. She made inquiries. She even went to a reference library. A reference library? Yes. She looked up the person she suspected in a reference book. I suppose she must have found out certain things about the mysterious Mr. Hamilton and wanted to check them against the biography of the person she suspected. How do you know that? Peter Galino said he met Mrs. Talbot in a reference library. Well? Well,
4: I went there and
0: found that she'd asked for two books. One was called The Theory of the Photographic Process. Now, that's funny. Reynolds is interested in photography. It's his hobby. Yes. But it was the second book she was really interested in. Reynolds? Yes. The second book. Why don't you ask me the question? What question? About the second book that Mrs. Talbot consulted. But why should I? It was the Encyclopedia of the Social Sciences. It contained biographical details of CID personnel. Well? The person Mrs. Talbot suspected wasn't Louis Fabian. No? No. It was Detective Inspector Kingston. What? you mean she suspected me she thought i was hamilton yes for heaven's sake why because you are mr hamilton inspector that's why what are you getting at shall i tell you why you came here this evening but do you had a note from fabian he said that if you didn't meet him he'd put certain facts before sir graham forbes this is very enlightening go on you didn't want that to happen not yet you were prepared to do a deal with fabian Why should I do a deal with Fabian? Because you've now got the complete film, Inspector, and your best bet is to let this business die down, then later pick up the pendant and quietly disappear. Oh, my dear, Temple, what absolute nonsense! I know you received that note from Fabian because I was there when he wrote it, and I actually posted it myself. If you don't believe me, ask Fabian. What? He's standing behind you. Good evening, Inspector. Why, you...
4: Double-tossing,
3: Running out there?
0: There he is, on the balcony. Drop that man! Fabian, where does that passage lead to? Oh, my Joe. Come what on. did you say? Where does the passage lead to? In my office. Anywhere else? No. Oh,
3: what
0: happened? What happened? He hit Fabian and made a dash for it. Well, he won't get
3: far. I've got men on the end of that passage.
0: Is there anybody on the roof?
3: Yes, don't worry, Jeff. I've got half the flying squad. Hello, there is Johnson. Did you get in, Johnson? No, sir. He locked
0: himself in the office at the end of the car. Is that your office, Fabian? Yes. Is there another entrance? No. A
2: window?
0: No, there isn't a window. He'd have to come out the way he went in. Good. Come on, Sir Graham. Kingston. Kingston, don't be a fool. The game's up. Come on, open the door. What's he doing?
3: Sounds to me as if he's
2: moving furniture about He's
0: barricading the door.
3: King, sir, we'll give you ten seconds. If you don't open the door, we'll blow the lock. Paul, there's something burning. He's right, sir. Blow the lock, Sergeant. Quickly. Stand back, Mrs. Temple. Yes. All right, Sergeant.
0: He's wedged the door. There's a strong smell of petrol or something. Good heavens, I'd forgotten. There's a drum of Beronex in one of the cupboards. Hmm? That's cleaning spirit,
3: isn't it? Yes, we've been using it for the carpet. Well, that's, that's highly inflammable. If he pours it all over everything, the whole place will go up. He must be mad to do a thing like that. I know what he's trying to do. There used to be a, a door
0: from my office to the star staircase, but I had it blocked up. It's only a wooden partition, and he's trying to burn it down. But
2: well, what happens if he does? Well,
0: if he's lucky... He won't he... be lucky. The fire's got a firm hold. Fabian, listen... Go downstairs and get everybody outside as quickly as you can. Yes, all right. Steve, you go down with us. No,
2: I'd rather. Darling, please. All right.
0: Come along, Mrs. Temple. Now, the best thing we can do is get every available party. (laughs)
3: Good
0: heavens. You heard
3: that?
0: Yes. He won't come out now.
4: Uh,
0: I think we could break the door down now. No, (laughs) no. Stand back, Sergeant. I've found him, sir.
3: Could you identify him? There's no doubt, I suppose.
0: No, I've seen him. It's Kingston, all
3: right. He must have been crazy to do a thing like that.
0: Well, oh, perhaps it's a good job he did, Sir Graham.
3: Yes. I think they're just beginning to get the fire under control, sir. Oh, good. Well, that's not my department, thank the Lord. Good night, sir. Good night, Sergeant.
0: Good night, Mr. Temple. Good, good, good night. night, sir. Good night,
3: Sergeant. Steve, that was the most delicious coffee I've ever
0: tasted. Yes, you can't beat Charlie for coffee.
3: You beast, you know
0: perfectly <laughs> well
2: that I made it.
0: <laughs> now I really must go. No, nonsense, you can't go yet. Have another cup. No, no, that's you. Four's my limit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't go yet, Sagan. Steve's absolutely bursting with curiosity.
2: Yes, I am. The thing I don't understand. There you are,
0: you see. What
3: don't you understand, Steve?
2: Well, why did Kingston do all this? After all, he had a pretty good
3: job. Mm. He also had to put a nice collection of debts. He'd been gambling very heavily and had lost nearly 7,000 pounds. The cordoba pendant was an easy way
0: out. I can tell you it was a shock to me. Of course, Kingston was in a unique position to make the necessary contract.
2: Oh, yes, I can see that, of course. But what about that little Italian waiter, Galino?
0: Galino obviously knew something about Kingston. That's why he was beaten up. And don't forget, Kingston was the only person who was allowed to see Galeno at the hospital, except myself. And you know what Galeno's reactions were. The poor devil changed his original statement because he was terrified.
2: (laughs) Yes, and of course, Kingston admitted that he was at Farnham when Miss Talbot was murdered.
0: And he was at La Martella the night that Betty Wayne warned me against going down to Reading.
2: But I thought she'd overheard a conversation between Reynolds and Fabian. No,
0: between Fabian and Kingston. Oh. And it was that conversation which confirmed my suspicions. I told Kingston that I'd been warned not to go down to Reading, but I didn't tell him who had warned me. I gave him the impression that it was Reynolds who had overheard his conversation with Fabian. Well, you know what happened, or very nearly happened, to Mr. Reynolds.
2: The car accident, yes. Uh, Tell me, was Fabian working for Kingston?
0: No, but Kingston was beginning to make use of Fabian.
3: He must have started by doing him one or two favours. For instance, he found out about Lynn Ferguson and tipped him off. Yes. Well, then, why was Lynn kidnapped? Because Kingston wanted us to concentrate on La Martella. He knew that by kidnapping Lynn, he was throwing suspicion on Fabian.
0: Yes, that's why Galino told me I'd find Hamilton at La Martella. He was warned that if he didn't tell me, he wouldn't just be beaten up, he'd be murdered. As soon as Fabian knew the whole story, he offered to collaborate with us. Well, you know what happened.
3: Incidentally, Temple, we picked up Mrs. Stone this morning. Ah. Who is Mrs. Stone? The woman who was all Mrs. Talbot. She was oh. working for Kingston. She searched the flat and actually found the second piece of microfilm.
2: And she handed it over to Kingston?
3: Yes.
2: Well, just one more question. Why did Sterling put in that listening apparatus? Did he think that Betty Wayne
3: was working for Hammett?
0: I don't know, but he knew that Reynolds was friendly with her and he wanted to make sure that he wasn't being double-crossed.
3: I see. Well, that's the end of the Gilbert case, Temple. Oh, <laughs>
2: well, surely it's not quite the end. What's going to happen to Howard Gilbert?
3: It's already happened, Steve. What? He was released this afternoon.
2: Oh, good. Congratulations, darling.
3: Thank you, sir. And from me, too. Thank you, sir. Ma'am. Well, what are you going to do now? If I remember right, you were off on a holiday when this business started.
0: Well, we'd arranged a continental tour. And I'm afraid that's off, the time being, at any rate.
3: Oh,
0: why? Well, thanks to Mr. Hamilton, the car's indisposed. Secondly, neither of us feels like a tour. We just want a jolly good rest. Yes, I can understand that.
3: Well, the
2: real trouble is that I want to go to Venice. Paul wants to go to Monte Carlo. Oh, Venice.
0: All that distance is for smells and gondolas. Then
2: it doesn't smell. It's absolute heaven. No. In any case, what about Monte Carlo? <laughs> what about it? Well, uh, it's windy.
0: Windy Monte Carlo? It's very windy. Nonsense. You're thinking of Beachy Head. <laughs> 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 That was the last episode of Paul Temple and the Gilbert case. The part of Paul Temple... I'm warning you, Inspector, don't accept any invitations, especially from Louis Fabian. ...was played by Peter Cook. Steve...
2: Well, I frequently don't see eye to eye with my husband, but I certainly don't dislike him.
0: ...was played by Marjorie Westbury. Sir Graham Forbes...
3: We're all ready, Temple. Everything's laid on. We're just waiting for the green light.
0: ...was played by Richard Williams. Charlie... I usually make a very nice cup of tea sir was played by james Beattie. wilfred sterling she kept one shoe herself and the others were given to brenda and mrs talbot played by douglas storm betty wayne
1: i'll see you tomorrow i've got a hangover i
0: don't want to talk Was played by eva stewart lance reynolds but if mrs talbot didn't have one of the shoes she didn't have a portion of the film played by simon lack lynn ferguson
1: Told them the truth sir graham i'm sorry i I couldn't help it
0: played by june tobin louis fabian if you want my frank opinion the police want a scapegoat for this affair and they have picked on me played by john hollis and inspector kingston are you suggesting that June michael was murdered was played by duncan mcintyre and detective sergeant johnson by george hagan The Paul Temple serials are written by Francis Durbridge and produced by Martin C. Webster.